Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Coffee and Convos podcast, where the best conversations with artists, entrepreneurs, and everyone in between happen over coffee. I'm your host, Alyssa, and I'm so excited to be here because it's going to be a very special solo episode, and I'm going to be chatting with you all about a topic that I'm very passionate about right now. I've been reading tons and tons of books about it. I've been implementing it into my day, like my daily life, and I've seen some changes among those around me who've implemented healthy habits. So we're going to be talking about how you could set yourself up for success by creating healthy habits. And I hope you all don't think this is boring because I'm like super pumped about this. I hope to give you all some pretty actionable and easy steps to take to set yourself up for success by implementing these things if you don't already. Of course, if you do, that's freaking awesome and I'm cheering you on. And yeah, so let's dive into the episode. Be sure to grab your coffee or your favorite way to stay fueled throughout the day. And let's get this conversation started. All right, everyone. So for you all, it may be Monday, Monday morning, Monday afternoon, on your drive home from work or while you're working out. I personally like to listen to podcasts while I'm working out just because it like really motivates me. And um, today is actually Friday evening and I am sipping on a Yerbe Mate latte that I made and it is delicious. So it's keeping me pretty pumped up right now. And I was just thinking about like this whole week, first off, like, let me just start off with a ramble. Okay. Like, let's be real here. Um, this week has been such a whirlwind, but I feel like I'm so aligned with all of the work that I'm doing, all of the projects I'm involved in. It just feels really good. And I truly like give credit to the shift in my mindset in the last year or so, and also developing healthy habits, which is what we're going to be talking about today. And I recently spoke on a panel alongside Jacqueline of Amigapreneur, shout out to you girl, and shout out to Real Women Sisterhood who hosts monthly events here in San Diego. Um, I recently was a guest or a speaker for their event this past week and it was super cool because we got to talk about love languages and y'all if you know your love language use it use it to love on those around you and you know like anyways I'm just rambling on at this point but during that talk I I really realized just how much my like morning routine has impacted my life and has gotten me like even more motivated and inspired to like do things and like actually take action on my dreams and my goals and all that. And I recently heard this quote that said, ambition gets you nowhere. And I found that so fascinating because I was like, what do you mean? What do you mean ambition gets you nowhere? Like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm so ambitious. But really, it's action that pushes you forward, that takes you beyond ambition and into the thing that you want to do. And 
it's through these little acts of courage and showing up every day and trying new things and learning and implementing and just really doing the thing that like sets you apart from not doing the thing, obviously. And anyway, we had um, a discussion about habits and it was really nice because I really took some time during that talk and afterwards to think about how far I've come because I've always wanted to just speak speak more at events um, and share my story and really just share like my experience that I am not a morning person. I am not like up at 4 a.m. and like doing jumping jacks or anything like that, but I implemented some really simple ways to get me pumped throughout the day that have really helped me just stay on track. So I wanted to share a few things with you. So the first thing that I wanted to share is just how important it is to have a good attitude. Now, I I know that this sounds super, I don't know, uh, obvious, but you'd be surprised. I recently read in a book and it's called Make Today Count by John C. Maxwell. And it's a really quick, small, easy read. But he talks about how you can't inspire someone or empower somebody if you yourself have a negative attitude. If you're not, you know, honoring yourself, if you're not showing yourself the love that you deserve, if you're not empowering others, if you're putting other people down behind the scenes, like that's so not cool for one, right? But um, yeah, I thought that was such an important part and thing to talk about because it's so true that your attitude needs to be worked on if you really want to be taken seriously, if you want to put yourself out there as a professional, if you want to just show up in your day-to-day life as your best self, like you got to adjust your attitude. Now, I'm going to be real with you all and share with you that I didn't always have the best attitude. Although, even though I, I always like loved on others and always like put others' needs before myself, I never took care of myself in that same way. I never, I never really celebrated others when they would succeed at the same thing. I feel like I, I used to let my ego get in the way. I, I would really let these superficial things be a priority. Like, I don't know, uh, having the, (laughs) having the cool shoes or whatever. And when I didn't have it and I saw someone else have it, I was like, man, I don't like them because they could afford those shoes. It's really weird. I feel like in high school, especially it was just a very interesting time overall. But what I love about myself now is that I'm very self-aware. I'm very aware that the second that I notice a negative thought form in my brain, whether it's about myself, whether I'm feeling that little bit of jealousy or just like negative vibe, I guess, I, I put myself in check and I'm just like, wait, what? Like, why are you thinking that way? And I really want to talk about attitude first because 
I like that in this book, he mentions that you can't really be a positive person and be that authentic version of yourself if you yourself are a negative-minded person. So in this book, Make Today Count, I really want to share with you an example that he writes about. He says, have you ever known people who complain about everything? Their soup's too hot, their bed's too cold, their vacation's too short, their pay's too low. You sit side by side with them at a magnificent banquet and while you enjoy every morsel, they tell you what's wrong with each and every dish. Such people don't appreciate life no matter how good it gets. And that's really interesting, right? Like, let's, like, what? I feel like I used to be like that, which is really, really sad to admit. But he goes on to say, happiness is something you decide on ahead of time. Appreciation isn't a matter of taste or sophistication. It's a matter of perspective. And things turn out best for people who make the best of the way things turn out. The place to start is with the little things. If you can learn to appreciate them and be grateful for them, you'll appreciate the big things as well as everything in between. And let's just drop the mic right there because he just summed everything up that I wanted to say about attitude. But I love I, I love where I'm at in life because I can say that I'm grateful for literally the littlest things. I used to, when I first like got into like journaling and writing down what I'm grateful for, I would feel like it has to be those big things like, ooh, I'm grateful for getting a raise or I'm grateful for buying the car that I wanted or I'm grateful for finally um, getting that partnership with Hilton Hotels, whatever it is. Um, but now I'm just grateful that like I wake up, that I wake up on time and that I wake up at 6 a.m., that I got to meditate today, that I got to go to the gym today and work out on my legs and that I got to spend time with my dog in the morning and I got to enjoy my sip of coffee outside. Like those little things, once you learn to appreciate those little things, it truly sets the tone for the rest of your day, the rest of your life because once those big accomplishments happen, like getting the partnership that you wanted, it's just like it's even bigger than you imagine because you're not waiting for that big thing to happen to be grateful for it you're grateful for everything regardless but like when it does happen you're like dang like I'm for real like it's just like a different magnitude but I love that I love that he wrote about that and I truly feel that attitude is like the first and foremost most important part of really setting yourself up for success because I I know there's like weird negative people out there online and whatnot who are successful, but I'm talking about success in the long game, success and happiness and true happiness and just like having that freedom of like, yo, like I did this myself and I was able to take a risk and so on and so forth. I love um, what this book talks about, Make Today Count. It's really, really good. So if you do get a chance to pick it up and read it, definitely do so. And um, the next thing that I really want to talk about is your morning routine. Now, I am not a morning person by any means. I wish I could sleep in until like 
9 a.m., 10. There's been times where I uh, slept in for a good chunk of my, like, in like my first phase of entrepreneurial life a few years ago that I would sleep until like 11 or noon, which is insane to me now that I think about it. Cause I'm just like, look, just thinking about all the time I wasted literally doing nothing when I could have been so productive. Anyhow, I feel like your morning routine is just, wow, so important because it sets the tone for your day, much like your attitude. When you have a good attitude towards your morning routine, trust me, everything changes. Um, as much as I would rather like just binge watch Netflix for the rest of the night tonight and wake up without an alarm, I really do appreciate the mornings and the morning routine I set for myself because I'm able to like set aside that time for me and really spend that quality time with myself to ensure that like I did something for myself today before I had to tend to someone's emails or edit someone's photos, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, I'm able to literally do what I can for myself first. And not have to think and like immediately stress out about what's going on in the media, what's going on in my emails, and what's going on in social media. Because let's be real, it's not always good. And um, morning routines are really, really interesting because I don't know about you all, but I've looked up a lot of entrepreneurs' morning routines. And there's some that you see on YouTube that are like, Oh, I wake up at four in the morning, then I go to the gym, and then I take a cold shower, and then I do, I don't know, like crazy shit. And it's like, that's not realistic, at least for me. And I like my slow mornings a lot. So I'll share with you all my morning routine. Now, typically, I will wake up at 6.30. And... I know it's not early to a lot of people and it is early to some people, but really like that's, I just prefer to wake up before seven. Like if I wake up before seven, I'm good. And the second that my alarm goes off, I apply the five second rule. That means I count from five, four, three, two, one, and I get my butt out of bed, make my bed and start my morning routine. Now, before I move on to the rest of my morning routine, I will share with you all the magic that is the five-second rule because it is a rule that's developed by Mel Robbins. She is a speaker and a writer. If you look up her TED Talk, I believe it is called Five Second Rule by Mel Robbins, you'll see that it's just one of the most viewed TED Talks. It's super, super fascinating. And I actually finished reading her book about the five-second rule and how she applies it to her life. And she includes examples from other people's lives about how they implemented the five-second rule and have completely changed the trajectory of their lives because they applied it to talking to their boss about getting a raise. They used it towards talking to their spouse. They used it towards bettering themselves by going to the gym, like, all of these insane and beautiful examples, which is really, really cool. Now, I bring up my the morning routine because she does mention in the book that 
if you apply the five second rule or any habit change to your morning routine, it's as simple as changing those little habits, whether it's waking up like five to 10 minutes earlier than you normally do, or adding a new step in your morning routine that really sets the tone for the rest of your life because it's kind of like a domino effect. If you can change your morning routine, imagine what other things in your life you can change. Now, I feel like for me, what I really needed to work on was my productivity and starting my morning off on the right foot waking up out of bed, using the five-second rule, and just getting up and starting my day. It looks like meditating. I use the Insight app, which is free, and there's a few really awesome um, morning meditations that I, like to listening, that I like to listen to by someone named Bethany. I don't know the actual instructor's name, but anyhow, if you look at Bethany and morning routine or morning meditation, you'll find some really, really good ones. And some of them are six minutes and some of them are 10 minutes. So depending on like my mood, then I'll kind of pick one that I like. And then after that, after I meditate, I love to turn on some music and really kind of get my, get my brain like working a little bit more. Cause I feel like when I'm meditating, I'm still kind of sleepy, but I'm like, all right, like that's like the next level. Right. Um, and then I, when I listen to music, I listen to one specific album before I would listen to just like chill hop music and that's like the music that I like to work to as well but I've been listening to Mantra Loops Volume 1 by Geminelle. She's also been on this podcast before so if you care to take a listen definitely she's on any streaming platform look up Mantra Loops Volume 1 by Geminelle. It is incredible. She basically creates this amazing like affirmation experience that she sings over the loops that she creates and it's like so cool because you could remember the lyrics it's the whole project itself is like 20 something minutes and that is the time that I use to journal and I love to journal because I just have so many thoughts going in the morning that I just want to put them down I don't typically have an agenda but I really like to write down what I'm grateful for, what happened the day before, how I'm feeling. And, you know, if there is, if I'm not having a great day or if I didn't have a great day before, like, how can I change it? How can I adjust it? And that's kind of like where the gratitude practice comes into play as well, because whenever I have a like negative thought or like man, I really didn't like the way that I did this or um, I don't like how like I'm not happy because my partner did this or whatever. Like I like to reflect on it and write it down so that when I do look back at it, I'm like, was it that big of a deal? It wasn't. So I like to reflect, um, include some gratitude in there and really just write what's on my mind. I feel like you can be a journal prompt person or you're, you don't have to be, but really when you just kind of write what's on your mind, it's, it's really interesting to see what comes about. Be pretty much after, that takes about 20 minutes, 25 minutes, because I listen to the whole project. And it's kind of like when I know that like, okay, like on to the next thing. So 
while the neck while it re like while the album repeats itself I'll kind of turn the volume a little bit lower I still kind of hear the rhythm and everything and then I'll start to read so I just finished the five second rule I'm continuing to read make today count and I also have a few other really great books up on my like queue um, atomic habits essentialism and digital minimalism are the three books that I'm going to be reading next all about like self-help healthy habits and all that stuff and like you guys there's so many resources out there that will help you set yourself up for success to create healthy habits before I continue going on a random tangent I wanted to read to you something that's in the five second rule and she says the difference between people who make their dreams come true and those of us who don't is just one thing the courage to start and the discipline to keep going so again this this is the whole idea behind ambition and action like it's one thing to literally like have the dream and have the ambition but without action like you're not going to go anywhere and i love that she says this because she talks a lot about everyday acts of courage. And honestly, that is what waking up early does for you. That's what going to the gym every morning for 30 minutes to an hour does for you. It's those little things, those little acts of showing up for yourself and putting yourself first and researching about a topic that you want to know about, about wanting to start a podcast. It's those little actions that you take that take you to the next step. And then like from there, it's just like, again, building those tiny habits to really create what the next like level looks like. Because again, once you do have and implement a morning routine, I don't know how many of you do. I feel like when I was at my nine to five, I didn't have the liberty to enjoy a morning routine because my constant like day to day was just okay, I'm going to go wake up and I'm going to take a shower. I'm going to make some coffee for this like early morning traffic and just get to work. And I hated it. Like I literally hated like my life because I wasn't happy. I didn't do anything for myself because the second that I got off from work, I would endure traffic and just be miserable and then like indulge in Netflix and just not healthy stuff. Like I didn't have any healthy habits when I was at my nine to five, to be honest. Um, but the reason why I bring up the morning routine is mostly because once you do apply those little acts of courage, those tiny habits that you create in the morning, whether it is waking up like five minutes earlier than you did the day before, whether it is incorporating some time to meditate, whether it is going to the gym, I do all of that. Um, I, I like to go to the gym at least five days a week. So I'll go Monday through Friday and then take the weekends off so that I could just like completely unplug and not really think about, you know, anything. But, um, I feel like when, when I started to implement my morning routine, I just, I just feel a thousand times better than I did when I didn't, if that makes any sense. Um, I truly feel more motivated, 
more more interested to take risks, more inclined to say yes to things because I feel like I have the bandwidth to like there's so much coming up in the next like six months that it's kind of insane to look at because I feel like I haven't planned that far ahead in such a long time, especially because when you work for yourself, I don't know um, those who do if like if it's as intimidating to you as it is for me to to plan your whole life for a whole year because it's just like I don't even know what next week is going to look like. But I feel like, you know, holding yourself accountable by showing up for your morning routine, it's things like that. It's it's planning your your whole week on a Sunday. It's whatever those habits that you want to start doing. It's so helpful. And like these books have helped me a lot just in terms of shaping my perspective and giving me the mindset that I need to operate at this capacity. Because I feel like last year I was not, at least the beginning of the year last year, I was not in the right headspace because I started a business. I had no idea where to start. And I just didn't have the time to juggle like this podcast. So yeah, I I feel like I have so much to say (laughs) and I could continue talking about morning routines and why it's important and why you should take action and continue to take every single, like every day acts of courage and celebrate it. But um, yeah, I just truly believe that when you do take the time to honor yourself, to celebrate yourself, to recognize your worth and to implement that in day-to-day actions, because when you do show up and you practice those things, it makes a world of a difference. Like I am, I'm still not like a morning person, but I force myself to get out of bed every single morning. I force myself to turn on my app and meditate. And I force myself to journal and just write whatever's on my mind. And I do not want to go to the gym, but I go to the gym. And I feel so much better than if I hadn't. And I feel like, what do you have to lose, you know? And if you think that like, if you wake up early and you're like, you know what? I wake up early as it is. I don't have time. Start small. Once you really, once you take those smaller steps, because I know it's intimidating to be like, dang, like I don't want to wake up a whole hour earlier. Like that's crazy. It seems so intimidating. But when you take those smaller steps to get to the goal that you do want to achieve, it's so much easier that way instead of like completely jumping the gun and being like, I'm going to wake up an hour earlier, wake up five minutes earlier than like the next week, 10 minutes earlier, like start with baby steps. I promise you that'll get you farther than if you were to just try and um, force yourself to do something that you don't because it's so easy to say no and it's so easy to give yourself an excuse. So if you do implement the five second rule, if you do decide to just get your booty out of bed, you know, just do it. There's really no harm into it. All right. So one of the last points I want to bring up, because I feel like this has been something that I've been like just dying to talk about. Um, 
is the power of your words and how you could really transform your life and set yourself up for success by just changing the way you talk and specifically talk to yourself because we all go through struggles. We all experience bad days. We all go through something like we're all struggling in our own ways. You know what I mean? But it's one thing to be so down about it. It's one thing to talk about how crappy your life is. And it's another to actually do something about it. So this is a practice that I um, that I learned just a few weeks ago at an event. And I give all the credit to Liz Hernandez and her platform called Wordiful because when I went there, I had no idea what to expect. And she had every single person in the audience um, write down two things they're struggling with. So after she made us write those things down, she made us all say it out loud to an audience of like 50 people. You could only imagine how like freaked out everyone was because it was just like, holy shit, I'm going to share all my struggles out loud. Um, But it was so powerful to understand that like we're not alone and to understand that we're all experiencing the same things. I will tell you that at least 80% of those people in the audience all felt as though they were not worthy enough, that they were not good enough, and that like broke my heart. So I'm going to read to you the two things that I wrote that day. I'm struggling with recognizing my worth and placing it in my work instead of who I am as a person. And the second thing I said was, I'm struggling with putting myself first and celebrating my success. And it was just so interesting to see that, you know, we're all literally going through some shit. But the reason why I bring this up is because of the power of words and words of affirmation and the way that we speak to ourselves is so different than how we speak to others because we would never tell someone that they're not worthy, that they're not good enough. Unless, of course, you're like a cyber bully, but like, please don't listen to this podcast if you are. Like, that's kind of counterintuitive. But anyways, um, I really feel, I felt so empowered that evening because what happened next was we turned those struggles into affirmations because we have to practice the words that we say to ourselves because that because our words are so powerful. Now, I've done a few words of affirmation practices in the past, and I continue to do so every morning as well. Sometimes I forget, but when I do do it, it's 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 kind of crazy, but like it's it's so empowering. I look at myself in the mirror and I tell myself and I look at myself in my eyes in the reflection I am brave, I am powerful, I'm worthy, I'm courageous, I am loved. And, you know, you could continue on and so forth. But just saying that to yourself is so empowering alone that when you actually write down your struggles and you turn them into affirmations, it's incredible to see like just how 
switching that perspective, again, going back to attitude, is so empowering. So it trains your brain and it really helps you to practice more gratitude towards yourself. So what happened during the second half of this exercise was all of us grouped into pairs and then we all helped one another develop these affirmations that we're going to continue to tell ourselves and kind of reframe the struggles and turn them into affirmations. And what was important was that we had to note that you have to write I am versus I will because when you talk about I will, it doesn't have like a definite like meaning. It's like I will get there. But when you say I am there, it's like, ooh, you know what I mean? Like the impact is completely different. Like you're speaking that into existence. Even though you may not be there yet, you're working towards it. And you're implementing that intention that you are that. If that makes sense, man, I feel like, I don't even know what I'm saying at this point. It's like 8.55 and I'm like ready to knock out. But I'm also like so hyped up on my tea latte. So I'm going to share with you all um, the affirmations that I ended up writing. <laughs> and um, I don't know, it felt very interesting to form these words because I always felt like, oh, these affirmations are like, I am brave and I am powerful. But like, it's more than that, you know? So, okay. So the first affirmation I wrote is, I am embracing my mistakes in the moments of imperfections because they allow me opportunities to grow into the best version of myself. I'm going to say that again. I am embracing my mistakes in the moments of imperfections because they allow me opportunities to grow into the best version of myself. When I wrote this, I was like, dang, who is she? But I feel like I had a really hard time. Um, like I be, I would beat myself up because whenever I would fail or whenever I would like not perform at my best self, I would put myself down so much. And that's when I would feel like I wasn't worthy, that I wasn't good enough. And I knew that like when I wrote this, I really wanted to highlight that those instances have allowed me to really grow into who I'm supposed to be. I learned from those experiences so I can be the best version of myself. So I really do like that one. <laughs> okay. And the second one that I wrote is, I am worthy of abundance and I'm deserving of celebrating my happiness and success. I am worthy of abundance and I'm deserving of celebrating my happiness and success. So that's another thing. I never celebrated my wins. I never celebrated the things that I accomplished, all the goals I achieved, all the things when I cross off my to-do list. And that's something I really wanted to reframe my mind around is because I am deserving. And that's something I'm learning every single day as I practice saying this to myself and as I practice these like healthy habits, you know, like I am deserving. I am deserving of all the clients that we, that I get to work with. I am deserving of all of the connections that I've created. I am deserving of all of the abundance and the money that is flowing into my life so I can continue to contribute to my community in my own way. And 
it's like I really feel this shift. Maybe it's because it's like the new year and the new decade still, but like it's really, really cool to see like this shift in my mind and shift in the way that I speak to myself and the way that I speak to others because I'm a lot more mindful now. I'm more intentional and I just feel like there's so much power in your attitude, in setting in like healthy habits through your morning routine and the way that you speak to yourself. Like these are all the things that I really help that have really helped me become the the person that I am today. Because if it wasn't for me changing up my attitude, if it wasn't for like waking up early and actually setting time for myself to serve myself first. And if it wasn't for practicing reframing my struggles into affirmations, like I don't know where I would be mentally. So I'm really, really grateful. And I'm really, really excited to share these tools with you. If anything, like please like read or watch The Five Second Rule by Mel Robbins. Read the book, Make Today Count. When you get a chance, try and do this practice. Think of two things that you're struggling with, write it down, and then try and reframe that and then use it as your affirmations. Because I know it's hard. I know it's hard to show up for yourself. I know it's hard to like to say that you're grateful for things. And if you're not doing it already, it's like such a foreign practice. But once you start doing it, you're going to create these healthy habits that trickle into other parts of your life that will completely change the trajectory of like how you treat others, how you treat yourself, and just how you show up in life. And that's like the most beautiful thing in my opinion. So I hope you all have taken something away from today listening to me rant about attitude and morning routines and the power of your words. Um, but I truly believe that this is how I've set myself up for success because it, it's not about like making money. I mean, yeah, it is. But like, you know, at the end of the day, it's not about like how many clients that I have or how like how many people I networked with. It's about reflecting on on my day, knowing that I showed up for myself, knowing that I am becoming my best self and practicing these little things and these little acts of showing up because I know I'm successful because I'm happy and I'm fulfilled and I am showing up for myself every single day, not for someone else, but for myself. And I'm doing these things because I'm passionate and because I'm working towards it, and because I see what my end goal is, and I'm taking those little steps, creating these healthy habits to get there. Because to be honest, I truly feel as though if these opportunities were given to me like a few years ago when I was like, oh yeah, I want to make all this money, I don't think I would have been mentally prepared. So being in the mental state that I'm in is really preparing me for the type of headspace I need to be in to operate at the level that I want to be. If that makes any sense to you, because I feel like I'm just rambling on and on and on. But I truly believe that the more you practice 
like these things and you just continue to show up and have such a positive attitude at, at life. Like the universe serves you in so many amazing and magical ways that it's kind of baffling. <laughs> so I truly thank you all for tuning in. I will catch you all in the next episode. Bye. Thank you all for tuning in to the Coffee and Convos podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please rate us and leave us a review on the podcast platform you're streaming on. Our team would greatly appreciate it. The Coffee and Convos podcast is produced by Futures Past, and our original theme song is produced by Sounds by DJ.